Welcome to Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here's your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, and well, today we're going to talk about caregiver syndrome. But first, if you've not been to our website, do that. It's www.letstalkdementia.org. You'll find all of our books there and podcast video. And there is a link where you can contact me. And if you have questions or concerns, you just fill out that form and I'll call you. Um, I'll, I'll write you for a time to call you or we can communicate via email. Either one. Caregiver syndrome. I recently read an article. Um, it was a, the source of it was a CNN article by Dr. Andre Leroy or Leroy. I'm not sure which, but um, he discussed caregiver syndrome. So, what is caregiver syndrome? Well, it it is a condition that is brought on by unrelieved constant caring for a person with a chronic illness or dementia. Well, you are my friends um, who are doing dementia caregiving, and you are dealing with people who have dementia, and very large percentage of these same people have other chronic illnesses. Now, not everyone does. Some folks have dementia, and they seem to be perfectly healthy otherwise, um, and then some folks have dementia and um, comorbidities, as it is called, other conditions that you're caring for all of that. On top of that, you might be caregiving for a child or a grandchild and you're trying to keep up a home and some of you are still working and oh my goodness, it's just it's just a lot. And so this has been called caregiver, caregiver syndrome. According to the American Academy of Geriatric Psychiatrists, one out of every four American families cares for someone over the age of 50. One out of every four American families cares for someone over the age of 50. Now, that's not going to count people who are caregiving for grandchildren, unless they're over the age of 50, which probably aren't. It goes on to say, as America's population ages, that number is expected to skyrocket. In 2000, in the year 2000, the Census Bureau reported just under 35 million Americans were 65 or over. By 2030, the number is projected to more than double to be more than 71 million Americans over the age of 65. That means there are more people that need care, more caregivers offering that care, more opportunities for caregiver syndrome. The problem with caregiver syndrome, and we've talked about this before, is that caregivers, they don't seek help when they need it. They don't even recognize that they need help. They don't recognize that they might be dealing with depression or, or they might be angry at the situation. They've got anxiety built up within themselves. Their shoulders are touching their ears. Their hands are staying clenched. Their belly hurts. They may not even realize that this is going on in themselves because they've been doing it for so long. It starts to feel normal. Let me tell you, that's not normal. We don't want to live like that. All of this can lead to lots of health issues like high blood pressure. It actually can lead to diabetes. Um, it affects your immune system. It can lead to um, inflammation in your body. And we know that inflammation is the leading cause of Alzheimer's. So there's all kinds of side effects that come across our world by being exhausted 
caregivers. The article goes on to say that physical symptoms are a result of a, of a prolonged and elevated level of stress hormones circulating in the body. He, el he likened this to what goes on with someone who is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, where you just stay jacked up all the time. And you stay, even if that jacked up meaning anxious and uh, intense and unhappy, I can tell you there is a jacked up feeling that you can have that's not even really a bad one, but it's not one you want to maintain. And let me give you an example. When I am speaking to a group, um, it's my favorite thing to do. I love to go speak to groups. The larger the group, the happier I am. But I'm jacked up. Uh, my husband says it's a spider monkey on Mountain Dew. Like a spider monkey on Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm really not entirely sure what that means. But I know for me, when I just before I'm speaking to a group, when I'm speaking to a group, and for an hour or more afterwards, I'm really high. I'm just, I'm, everything's hitting on all cylinders. I'm jacked up. I'm ready to face the world. I can slay dragons and, you know, um, David and Goliath. I got that under control. But an hour or so after that, my system has to come back down to normal, to relaxed, to breathing, to knowing I don't have any dragons to slay. David and Goliath does not need to occur in my world. I need to chill. I need to take a chill pill. Not literally, but you know what I mean. Caregivers, on the other hand, never do that. They stay in that jacked up mode. They may be jacked up because it's a good day and their loved one has had a happy moment. They've laughed a whole lot. And it just felt so good. Or they may, and more likely, are jacked up just from all the stress and everything that's going on. And somebody needing something all the daggone time. Leave me alone. Cow gone. Take me away. Do you remember the cow gone commercials? It's a difficult way to live. And it's difficult also when you're like that to provide the level of care that your loved one needs. Because, again, you're so anxious that maybe you're not thinking clearly. You know, we know that folks who have, who caregive for individuals who have dementia have an increased risk of developing dementia themselves. Isn't that crazy? Um, but, but it's true, and we see that, and it's brought on by all the anxiety, all the tension, all the stress hormones being released in the body and what that does to the brain. It's just a very scary thing. Um, the American Academy of Family Physicians and the National Center on Caregiver call for every caregiver to be screened for stress and depression, for hostility, anxiety, loss of interest in activities that caregivers used to enjoy and talk to their doctor about it. If your doctor doesn't respond to you in a way that you feel like that he's he or she is hearing you, really getting what you're saying, time to find a new doctor. Because this, this ain't no joke. That's my good Southern English for you there. This ain't no joke. This is something we've got to take seriously. I hope that'll make you stop and think about what's going on in your world and how you may or may not be taking care of that person that you see in the mirror. You're a cutie pie. Take care of you. Blessings and smiles. A special thank you to our sponsor, Veterans and Families of America. These amazing people are available to help veterans and their spouses receive benefits to which they are entitled. You can reach them at 904-528-1084 or by email at information at vfamerica.org. Be sure to tell them Carol sent you. Veterans and Families of America. These people care. Thank you for being part of Let's Talk Dementia. 
please visit our website at www.letstalkdementia.org. All our books, podcasts, and videos are available there, and you can schedule a free phone consultation with Carol while you're at the website. Click Menu in the top right-hand corner, then choose Schedule Time with Carol. We look forward to hearing from you. Blessings and smiles.